Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-aged child. I am your host, Christina Campos. I lost three dogs this year. Three. My poor little family has had the worst luck. We love our dogs, and we take good care of our animals. Still, no one could have predicted that my 15-year-old Shih Tzu Poodle would have died just days after our sick little Yorkie died. And then five months later, our sweet little Pomeranian too. Needless to say, my kids and I, we were devastated. These animals, they are our family members, and we were utterly heartbroken. Yet it was my responsibility to help my children grieve, understand what happened, and heal from the pain. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent, and every week I give you parenting videos that will help you in your parenting journey. If you have a particular topic or parenting question about your school-aged child that you would like for me to address, please submit it at theimpactfulparent at gmail.com or by messaging me on social media. And all submissions are kept anonymous. Now today, I'm going to talk to you about what to do when a pet dies. I got 10 tips for parents so that you can know what to do, what to say, and plus stick around to the end because I even got suggestions for making the loss a little more bearable for everyone in the family. So let's get started. The death of a pet can be a painful experience for anyone, but it is especially difficult for children. When you're a kid and your pet dies, you may feel like the world has ended. And if your child is grieving the loss of a beloved animal, we as parents sometimes just don't know exactly what to say or what to do. So today I got 10 suggestions for how you can help your child get through this. Number one stay calm. Your child will likely be upset and confused, so try not to get too upset or panicked yourself. Number two, don't sugarcoat things. Children need to know that their pets, they're gone forever, and they need to talk about that loss openly and honest with you. And at the same time, be age appropriate. Answer their questions honestly But try not to overshare too much information. (laughs) For example, depending on how that pet died. Number three, ask questions. Help them identify their feelings by asking questions like, how are you feeling inside? What other emotions do you have? You know, are you frustrated, upset, scared? There's so many. You can also ask questions like, what was your favorite thing to do with Fido? This will help your child understand their feelings better and give them an outlet for expressing themselves. Plus, keep that communication open between yourself and your child throughout this process. Don't get frustrated if they're upset and they don't want to talk right away. Sometimes they just need a little bit of alone time afterward. Number four, listen. Don't interrupt and try to jump in with advice. Listen and let them talk through their feelings, but be prepared for questions about why the pet died and what happens after death. If you don't have the answers, it's okay. Just say that. 
you may want to look into books about death and dying right now, either at your local library or if this hasn't happened quite yet, get them now so that you are prepared. I wish I had been. Number five, encourage children to express their emotions through their words and with actions like drawing pictures or writing letters to Fido. This is going to help them process what happened in a healthy way and eventually move on with their grief. Number six, be prepared for any emotions that arise now and within the next few weeks because sometimes kids can't feel right away and they won't start processing those thoughts and feelings until later. And even if your child is withdrawn or acting out or irritable or angry two weeks later, maybe even a little bit longer, it still may be unprocessed sadness coming to the surface and it's still about that animal. So be patient and recognize that these behaviors might still be a cause of that. Number seven, allow your child to grieve in their own way. Each child will mourn differently. So let them find their own path through this process and don't force them into anything they don't want to do. This is an excellent opportunity for parents to teach coping skills. (laughs) Yeah, please help your child develop healthy coping strategies that work for them. And this could include deep breathing, mindfulness, exercise, or spending time in nature. It's good to make suggestions for processing emotions productively, but your child really needs to choose how they cope on their own. And I know we love to think like, well, I did this, so you should do this too. But sometimes it just doesn't work for the child. However, the suggestions you're making are great. So make suggestions like creative outlets for drawing, painting, and journaling, or exercises and getting out into nature, or a break room. So this is where people can rent a little room where you can break household items intentionally for anger release. I did this with my own kids. It was awesome, not only for them, but even for myself, just to get those emotions out by smashing stuff. It's pretty great. Or you can suggest talking about their feelings with others, friends, siblings, relatives. And for more ideas, check out my free PDF called 20 Ways to Cope. You can find that at theimpactfulparent.com slash 20 Ways to Cope, and it's the number 20. It's a free PDF, so go check it out. Now on to number eight. Let your child know that they don't need to be strong always, and they also don't have to be sad alone. Say something like, I know that this is really sad, but we're going to get through it together. Number nine, give your child an opportunity for closure. Now, this is usually done with a mini funeral ceremony of some kind. However, if you're just not the funeral type, consider allowing your child to say goodbye in some other way. And this could be maybe even a letter or even a video. And lastly, number 10, 
model the healthy emotional expression that you want to see in your kids. Children learn by example. So model healthy emotional expressions by sharing your own feelings and how you're coping with them. Remember that everyone grieves differently. So don't rush your child through the mourning over the loss of their pet by saying things like, it's okay, sweetie. Uh, Just, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Or everything's going to be okay. Now go and play with your toys. Instead, give your child the space to express themselves in whatever way feels best for them, whether that means crying uncontrollably or even laughing hysterically from time to time throughout the day. Now, if this information was valuable for you, become a more impactful parent by downloading the Impactful Parent app. The Impactful Parent app is free and full of episodes just like this one that are going to help you in your parenting journey. Because investing in your family looks like learning the warning signs of certain behaviors so that you can stop the bad things before they start, and discovering new parenting techniques that are going to make your parenting more effective. All of this plus so much more is inside the Impactful Parent app. So download it today. You got nothing to lose since it's free. So go to theimpactfulparent.com or your app store on your phone and discover how you can step up your parenting game and become a more impactful parent. But until next time, you got this. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and see you next episode.